0: To another episode of you haven't seen that the podcast where we watch films that my co-host missed in his childhood. Uh, my name is Chris, and I am joined by Eric. Hey, everybody! And uh, we got a bit of a fun one this week. Yes, out of the hat last time came Speed for L.A. Cop Jack Traven. The game began when someone put the city of Los Angeles to the ultimate test. Pop quiz, hot shot! There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. Keanu Reeves. Dennis Hopper. Sandra Bullock. Speed. Get ready for rush hour. Yeah, the uh, 1994 Jan de Bont action film. Yann so. de Bont. Yes, Yann de Bont. He was a, a cinematographer. <laughs> ah, and I... this is, I believe, his first foray into directing. Okay, cool. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah just another one of those action ones that slipped past. I, again, I think this is like an important one to early on because, again, being, you know, kids of the 80s, this was huge for us when it came out, I think. Yeah, and... Boys of the eighties. Yeah, yeah. We should clarify. Yeah. like you know, this this is another one of those ones that you'd, you'd go and stay at a mate's house, and it would be in the pile of movies mm. to watch, but for some reason, it never got chosen. Yeah, um, not not in my life, anyway. Mm. And it's one that I think just has it, it. It's such a unique plot and things that it just seeped into pop culture. Yes, and is referenced a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean. The first one that I go to is like the Simpsons references. I saw this in a movie about a bus that had to speed around the city, keeping its speed over 50. And if its speed dropped, it would explode. I think it was called... The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. I I know that the broad plotline is a bus, and it can't drop below, I want to say, 60 miles or 40 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, and Keanu is some form of law enforcement agent. Okay. On that note, I came up with a new idea, a question I'm going to ask you before okay, we yes. watch kind of cheesy action movies. For yeah, now. yeah, okay, yep. Like you, you've had a look at the front cover, and it's a, a Keanu wearing a white T-shirt and a loaded tactical vest. Very tactical. And explosions behind him. Yep. What do you think his character name is? <laughs> Johnny Speed. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's Johnny Utah again. <laughs> you, oh, that, you, you're hoping this is a hidden <laughs> oh, a- a sequel. sequel to Boyfriend? We've been through this. That's right, yeah. No, no, um, I think his name is probably. Jack? Mm hmm. Jack Hornet. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you put me on the spot. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just intrigued. I it's think a very generic first name. Yeah. And then just a somewhat sharp, but. Uh not really that exciting second name no fair but, enough <laughs> <laughs> I like it yeah um, but yeah so I mean obviously you've kind of guessed what you think the film is going to be though. yeah I mean that. that's what I understand to be the main plot and I believe there's a speed 2 yeah you know, cruise right? control yeah it's on a boat isn't it yeah <laughs> Keanu was smart enough not to come back for that one <laughs> <It's> clever Keanu he's <laughs> like um, I'm going to go make the Matrix and like one of the best movies ever clever career move that one yeah. um, but yeah, apart from that I, I don't know anything else I don't know if it's you know is it terrorist probably but it could be you know isn't it always I'm not sure yeah fair but enough for all I know it could be road cops it could be like angry traffic commissioners or something yeah I hate my bus <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be interesting okay well <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I won't go into spoilers this is for all you people complaining about us being late all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> now I'll show you <laughs> So anyway, I, I yeah, yeah. That's, I, I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, this is, this was a big one for me as a kid yes, as well. Yeah. Um, kind of, I, again, it, there's been a running theme in the last couple of episodes. Uh, again, taped off TV. Um, yeah. <clears throat> he taped off cable actually. So it was like the proper, no, no ad breaks or anything and no censored. So. Lucky you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well. So this was, um, yeah, I, I, seen this a whole lot as a kid yep. and because this was you know early 90s Keanu was I, I'd known him from Bill and Ted and then yep. had kind of then discovered Point Break and then this came out and yep. it's like oh man this guy's the best <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> within I, a limited range yeah, it's that, that niche yeah <laughs> going whoa and shooting stuff pretty much yeah yep. that he's got his niche and he's good at it I, I, I like um, a good Keanu hey okay, so. you know if you know you're going to be a good, I don't know, plumber or doctor, you you choose that. Yeah, exactly. You go into your field. Yeah, you don't become an artist. <laughs> yeah, Keanu has found like his level of acting he's going for, yep. and yep. nails it. Exactly, stays on the line. Yeah, that's why they're making. They're just about to sh- Start shooting John Wick Three. So <laughs> <laughs> very clever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, Bill and Ted's t- 3. Uh, yeah, Bill and Ted 3, produced by our Steven Soderbergh, which I find awesome. hilarious. I'm um, hoping for soft colour palettes. Yeah. <laughs> Every timeline's going to be in a different <laughs> <palette> colour <topic. laughs> tone. awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess, should we just jump into speed? Yeah, let's go for it. So it was speed. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, Your thoughts? <laughs> I, I guess it was probably what I should, have, what I did expect. Yeah, like it's just a dumb action film that's quite enjoyable. Yeah, and you kind of put it up on a bit of a pedestal, I guess, or like heard maybe, it? maybe. Not really, but I think maybe it's off the back of more recently having seen True Lies, which oh, okay. I may have thought originally that was a bit closer to that. yep so it actually is well executed. I, you know you know, like I don't want to say this is not a well made film because I love a, this movie. No, there's a lot to this film that, that to be liked, so I'm not. Yep. Um I don't know is true lies more believable? <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I think no. Um, um I think a good way to frame it is you were, were you possibly more expecting a more grounded in reality action film and instead you got something that's like the equivalent of like Con Air? Maybe, possibly, or it could have been that True Lies' performances throughout yep. all characters, including Arnie's, are all pretty good. Yes. Okay. Whereas in this... <laughs> nobody was good except Jeff Daniels a bit oh come on Dennis Hopper Dennis, oh no, Hopper sorry yeah, yeah come Hopper on. was great um, and I would, I would throw a bone to Joe Morton as well as the uh, Mac the chief <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah so those two were good um, Keanu was mediocre Keanu was Keanu in this. no he was lower than Keanu oh okay <laughs> in my opinion yep. oh no he had moments where he was pretty good And then, like, that moment where he was trying to be kind of emotional on the bus was just, like... Ma'am, you did very well. Actually, you were incredible. I've never seen driving like that. Annie. What? It's my name, Annie. Annie. Is it supposed to ma'am? Okay. Talking cardboard. (laughs) 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 Like... Like, he tried... I didn't know whether he was trying to put on, like, a this is your captain speaking kind of voice like the moment where he was trying to bond with Sandra Bullock yeah yeah I think that's him on like it was terrible it, yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna debate yeah. that um I think that might be yeah no I can't really excuse no. other than yeah, he like, trying like to he's trying to, to be down and be a bit human or something or? try to be human but also being like I am policeman in procedure yeah, mode he, he sort of mixed a few things and it just came across awkward. yeah it just Anyway, mm. other parts though, he's, he was good. Like, with all the action stuff, he's mm. great. He plays a good, like, cop pretty well. He's a bit smartassy in times, but then not at other times. I think he, he works best when he's bouncing off of Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Tell me again, Harry. Why did I take this job? Oh, come on. 30 more years of this, you get a tiny pension and a cheap gold watch. Cool. Yeah. Well, and that but was he- almost a problem because when he was bouncing with Jeff Daniels, he was, he was a bit of a cocky you know and that the was smart not, the yeah, smart aleck his character yeah but then on the bus he was relatively mature about it all mm. so then it, it was just inconsistent so anyway that when I think back to obviously Saw True Lies pretty recently every when, performance was pretty good Sandra which, Bullock in this is oh, just on that note but with like <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to Sandy <laughs> B <Bay, but>, um. <laughs> I, I want to like with comparative to True Lies because yes. Keanu like we, we said in the opening uh, that Keanu has his range has his range and yeah. if you get him in that range he's great Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. he's very effective um and with you talking about True Lies I think Arnie falls into that same boat yes. but the ability to get Arnie into that mm. perfect role is so much slimmer his range I think is it's, slimmer it, than Keanu yeah, it is and I think like True Lies is the ability Hitting me of like pitch perfect. Yeah. We're um, talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I guess this, it, it. I think it was more that just, like I said, like Keanu's characters just inconsistently presented. And, and that just, for me, it lost its quality a little bit there. Like at the start, he had his little cocky banter with Jeff Daniels, you know, like, okay, he's the, the young upstart. He's Johnny Utah rebased in a different city. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that, that stuff with Sandra Bullock was just kind of awkward. And then other times on the bus, he was just almost like a different character. Are we going to have a problem now? And his, like, weird rage outbursts periodically. Yeah, so it just wasn't as smooth as some of his other stuff. Mm. Or, or consistent. I'm going to use the word consistent, I think. So, Do you think that might have something to do with the fact that there's literally... the, the We get one scene, pretty much, that is, like, establishing some. Yes, semblance of yeah. backstory for Jack as a character I don't know. by the oh, way I, you nailed it with Jack is, I got it yeah <laughs> that's the character name yeah, yeah. yeah it, wasn't, um, it wasn't Johnny Speedo what it was at first <laughs> but we only get realistically one scene of Jack outside of work and that's mm. him getting coffee yes and, and forgetting his muffin yeah and it lasts for 20 seconds what is his backstory? Yeah. What is his character? <laughs> <laughs> than Keanu Reeves is, he, is Is he a bomb defusing officer? Like I, I. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm assuming so. I, I think he's a trainee. Yeah. Under Jeff Daniels, who's obviously the expert. No, I think I think they're partners. They're partners, but Jeff uh, Daniels as, is, as, is the oh, I've been in the business too long. Well, Hopper sums it up perfectly you, by saying like he, he's the he was the brains of your operation. Mm, yeah. <laughs> So I, I think he's, you know... Daniels is meant to be the gun. Yeah. Like, the the, the real experienced one, but it doesn't... He just seems to know a bit about bombs. Yeah. And Jack knows what a bomb looks like. <laughs> and, he, and he gets told which one is yes. the So he has the physical skills, you know, he can trim the wire down and a few mm-hmm. things like that, but that's the extent... Of, and he can identify some timers and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. I, I think, like, those nitpicks aside... There's, I think there's no backstory because it doesn't matter. There ain't no time for no backstory. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> that's why this film is awesome. Yeah. And that's, a, that's where it shines it, through. It does um, not, it's like, what character development? Screw that. We have a bomb to, we have a yeah. bus we need to jump over a freeway yeah. cap. Uh, exactly right. And in saying that, like, the, the lift scene at the start is a great intro. Yeah. Because it has a happy outcome. So you don't go in and go, oh, shit, we've already lost somebody who I thought was going to be a great buddy or something like that. And it also establishes uh, Keanu and Jeff Daniels' relationship. Yep. As well as the fact that Keanu is a wild card and, uh, yep. you know, wool. And that Hopper will blow up things. Yeah, but the, the Keanu is a wild card and Hopper is a maniac. And a switched-on one. He's got cameras, he's got microphones, he's yep. got different techniques, he's got exit strategies. And you could, or, you could tell in that first scene when he mentioned the cop... Exit strategy. You knew that like, something else is. I I like. He must have been a cop. Yeah. Um, or something like that. And yeah, so it yeah, it's out... a standard flanking procedure. Yeah, or something. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. Just the terminology. Like, okay. So that all that gets set up really nicely, and it's really. I really thought that scene was really good. And then like, most of the stuff on the bus is awesome. I mean, I guess the jump is probably a bit ridiculous, but it was still kind of like, yeah, go for it. Well, that's the thing. Like the whole, the majority of the action in the film is really ridiculous and over the top. Mm. But if you don't buy into it, like, you just get yeah. it. Like, what's the point of why watching watch the yeah. yeah, exactly. So, that just the fact that they push it so far and they have fun with it makes yeah. it such an enjoyable film to watch. I, I think what brought it down for me just a little bit was the ending with the train and we were laughing about it. Oh, yeah. Like, why? No, well, that's the, that's, <laughs> that's the other problem with this film is the second the bus blows up... Who cares? Like yeah. your movie is done. It does. Yeah. It does not matter now. Yeah. Like the, the they, whole conceit is. They dumb. didn't need to have. I mean, they needed a showdown with Hopper because he's your villain. You needed them to resol- you know, resolve their sort of thing. But ending up on a train and having to go faster again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and. Did yeah. they really need to go faster? We had that debate. Yeah, we, we were joking on the fact that, like, the emergency brake doesn't work, but Keanu then speeds the train up as opposed so, to slowing the, it down to a stop. Because he clearly has control of the speed. Yeah. So <laughs> what? So he could start putting the brakes on. And, like, you know, when you put brakes on a truck going fast, it takes however many kilometres to stop. Yeah. Surely some friction will slow it down as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But again, all well, the, jumping as well. There's a curb ahead. I'm gonna speed it up. Make it jump the track. But again, the film is called Speed. Exactly. It needs to go fast. It needs to end on um, a speedy note. Yeah, it and needs so, to explode um, out of the, the street in front of Kramer's yeah. Chinese theater. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like I said, it was, it was just that. And yeah, I'm like, because I, I, I thought the whole thing with the bus was actually done really quite well. Yeah. Like they kept changing setting nicely, there was a, a new problem or something would arise. Um... And all, like, executed kind of within reason as well. Yeah, and, like, the people on the bus actually behaved relatively sensibly. Yeah. And consistently. Mm, there, um, were, there were characters. We only get, like, three or four of them, but... Yeah, but, like, they're all just sort of have the little thing, and none of them behave, like, stupidly. Like, you have the, um, the guy with the gun who thinks he's been there to be arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's sort of dealt with appropriately and he's really sorry and then, um, and then there's the lady who tries to make a jump for it um, oh, Beth Grant yes who she's an amazing character actress yes it's just unfortunate she gets cast to play the same character in every film for the last 20 years. The religious Bible lady, or the crazy cat lady, or... Or just the overprotective mother yeah. who, like, I just the, the prime example is Donnie Darko. Sometimes I doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. Yeah, like, yeah, she she's great. She's a wonderful character actress. And I mean, as well, Alan Ruck. Um, so yeah. Cameron from Ferris Bueller, playing yeah. the... Uh, Out of towner. Out of towner slash comic relief tourist. We're at the airport. Yeah, so. I already seen the airport. I was looking up, apparently, that character was originally written as an abrasive lawyer who just everyone hated on the bus. I'm glad they didn't go that way. Yeah. Because I don't think you needed it. No, it's It's already um, enough to sort of worry about. Yeah. You didn't need, I guess... You didn't need a guy being a dick (laughs) on top of it. Like, a lot of... A lot of the time they will go that path I, th- I kind of like the teamwork bus Yeah that we're in this together bus And the fact that he and Ortiz um, Who Keanu weirdly calls Gigantor <laughs> yeah. Which is kind <laughs> of weird and bizarre yeah. um, the, the two of them start as like Kind of butting heads And then by the end They seem to have become buddies yeah, it's, it's great like he, like, He's the one who lifts him onto the, the yeah. saving bus He was originally supposed to die at that point really yeah as like a I think as I read it it was when he was the abrasive lawyer guy that everyone hated it was like a ha ha comeuppance (laughs) which is like super dumb wow that's what you get for snorting cocaine mister yeah but then apparently like when he was rewritten and I'll get into who rewrote this script in a little while Ron Howard Mm, not far off (laughs) Um, I just feel like he's the go to guy for fixing things (laughs) (laughs) Who make it okay. <laughs> <laughs> make it three stars out of five. <laughs> solo, a solo story. Incidents now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> when it was shifted from like the that was like the one thing uh, that was kept from shifting him from the abrasive lawyer into yeah. like light-hearted tourist guy. They were like, yeah, but we're still gonna kill him as a twist. But like the studio's like, that's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I because. Uh, like I was saying during the movie, like I felt someone, something, someone needed something needed to go wrong for the to feel real, and mm. then immediately the floor blew out and Beth Grant died, yeah. and you're like you got what you wanted. Yeah, right? that's an Eric on someone run over. <laughs> but that for me, like it needed to happen because you didn't have the as stakes, much, weren't, the stakes weren't quite like you, we knew there was a bomb on the bus. We'd seen it the threat to everybody else wasn't as full on and then that happened and you're like, nah. Yeah. Because it was. It happened quickly. You didn't quite expect it to happen like that. Um, yeah. The fact that it's like a smaller explosion, like it's still caused by, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, in terms of... We should probably actually get back to uh, Sandra Bullock. We mentioned her a little bit earlier. Yeah, we did. Um... I'll go on the record and say not a fan <laughs> and um, yeah and I would say this is probably one of the films that I enjoy her in the most oh dear and that's yeah well, well here's a, a weird slash embarrassing one I guess I grew up watching *Miscongeniality* Congeniality quite a bit thanks to my sisters mm-hmm. she's alright in that I will actually give you that Yeah, oh, thank you <laughs> Miss Congeniality 1 is fine uh, I don't buy into Miss Congeniality 2 Red, white and No wait Is that? Is that a thing? Yeah there's Miss Congeniality 2 But I was going to use I think it's um Yeah Yeah I. But I was saying like Red, white and blonde But that's legally blonde yeah. too Yeah Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it, it does have some I'm going to look up what the subtitle is Okay Something stupid <laughs> But um Yeah she's okay in that But yeah, I, like I said, I saw that one a bit because of my sisters, and I, I just remember thinking that she sort of was fairly balanced in that but apart from that, I probably oh. haven't seen her in many things. Oh, God, Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more congenial. <laughs> 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 That's the worst sometimes. Armed <laughs> and Fabulous. Yep. It's not a pun or anything. No, it's just awful. <laughs> it's just that's more like a tagline you put on a poster, not like that. Seems like one of those joke posters from the beginning of Funny People, of like a yes. bad movie that Adam <laughs> Sandler is. <in. laughs> like, why would you make that? Yeah, it, I would have thought it would have been just like miscongeniality. Yeah. and then, then maybe maybe there would have been a little comment like, "But oh, fabulous." Yeah, like just have that as your tagline, not your subtitles. Oh dear. I, okay. hope, I hope Benjamin Bratt had enough sense to not return for the sequel. Betty Bratt. <laughs> mm. But yeah. Anyway, she Sandra is just at generally for this role. She does quite a lot of it. I thought fairly well. Mm. But she just needs to shut up sometimes. Yeah. She's she she does the pretty tough independent. You know, she takes the wheel and she's like, yeah, I can do this kind of thing. And and she does a very good job with that, whilst also getting. A bit distressed. I thought she measured that really well, and she plays up the you know when um, he's underneath the bus and stuff. But when they're trying to rescue him, she's just trying to like. What? I see him! Joe okay. He's alright. Somebody hold my leg! Hold back I know she's trying to play it up, but they just the director maybe just need to go. Just say every second word. Yeah, just just tone it down a little bit. She just repeat everything everybody else is saying. That was yeah. almost the most annoying part. I, I'm wondering if that's because she didn't necessarily have much to do in the script and so oh, she's that might be right. Yeah. Trying yeah. to whether it's her as an actress or like the, the director or like what whatever was happening on set, trying to give her a little bit more and yeah, when, draw the, kind of develop the character of Annie a little bit they probably more. Probably just said this is what's gonna happen, go. Yeah roll the cameras and then um, it, I, I will give it that her repeating stuff does add to the kind of frenetic energy that's yeah. happening within the scenes, but it, it is not... It just is It's grating. Her it's, microphone is quite loud. Like, she's getting quite a lot of volume. Yeah. And it, anyway, you just noticed it a lot. Uh, yeah. But elements of her role were quite good, and then other times... I don't, I don't know. She she honestly is just, like, underwritten female role. Yeah, say. yeah, that's quite right. it. Like... Who just, for some reason, falls in love with Keanu by the end. Like, it's so tacked on. Yeah, and she's, weird. The, yeah she's the only, like, age-appropriate woman on the bus. I, I would have liked to have seen him go for that um that <laughs> Chinese lady who's sitting up the front with her handbag or something. Yeah, she's so nice. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Keanu could have a tie. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think the problem with why we're kind of getting a bit hung up on... Keanu's performance and Sandy's performance mm. is... Because Dennis Hopper is so good in this film and so effortlessly good. Yeah, like those he, scenes with all three of them on camera at once. Yeah. He just dances a circle around them. And every scene that Dennis Hopper is in, he seems like he's like, what's what's this movie about? A, a, a bus with a bomber? Sure, why not? Yeah. Like, he seems like he is not caring at all. Yeah, he's just like, I'm It just, he's doing it for a lark almost, but he's bringing that into the character and it makes it seem so natural. It matches the unhinged kind of character. Yeah. Well, not unhinged, you know, but like, creatively destructive character. You're crazy. You're f***ing crazy. Oh, no. Poor people are crazy, Jack. I'm eccentric. And like, he can play unhinged really horrifically like if you've seen yes. Blue Velvet no I've seen images of Blue Velvet but never got around to watching the film yeah he can play mad a madman I've heard that really dark <laughs> and so seeing him be kind of congenial like oh uh, I'm just saying congenial because <laughs> <laughs> seeing him be so kind of laid back in a psychopath yeah. villain role is I think really interesting yeah, and he, he couldn't resist dropping the man a couple of times yeah and he's just it, it, it's unlike anything you would normally see in this kind of mm. you know mid-90s action film that it just makes it pop off the screen and unfortunately Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock aren't able to well, just, kind of as, go blow for blow with that and as much as anything, like their scenes are so action-y mm. of course so they're always in the thick of it like as soon as the bus stuff happens, Arnold, um, Arnold, um, Keanu doesn't stop moving basically. Yeah. So he, he's just in action mode. His character is in action mode throughout the film. So mm. whereas, um, Hopper's more in just control. He's a control. controls everything. Yeah. Um, so once they come together, it's kind of this strange clash in a way. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. I don't know it maybe just stands out a little bit more I'm not sure um yeah fair enough um in terms of I guess we've kind of delved into it a little bit but in terms of the narrative drive of the film like no pun intended um <laughs> the it, like it really you mentioned that the third like the o- the cold open essentially of the elevator yeah. and then everything on the bus it it works really well yeah. I think as a narrative story but what I found with the third act so you, like I said the train felt you needed a showdown the problem was <laughs> the movie had already been going so fast you can't take it up another gear yeah and so all they did was just match the gear like yeah. like let's just sort of do it again and it's and so it didn't stand out. It was fresh purely because it was on a train. Mm. It was actually, it was less impressive than the bus work because the bus work was pretty awesome. Yeah, um, Some of that stuff like transferring the passengers and things like that, even Keanu under the bus, like, oh, that was pretty great. So a, f- a fight on the roof of a train was super lame by comparison. And I think as well the <laughs> fact that it's so clearly... On a sound stage. Yeah, yeah. And not a practical effect versus... Yeah, exactly. Everything we've seen in the film, with the exception of the elevator scene at the beginning, has been amazing practical effects. really, really well done. So you get this final act, and you need a showdown, so you need a final act against, because Jack has to defeat um, Hopper's character. Um, Howard. Howard. (laughs) Howard Payne. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, you can't really take it up another notch unless you use no Harrier jump jet, maybe. Yeah, um, which yeah, <laughs> going the true eyes right. Yeah, yeah. that the notch they took it to was was half step down. It wasn't. It didn't match, and it or it didn't improve upon what it already gone before. If you'd actually slowed it down, I don't know. I Don't know what you could have done, but it just lost a bit of. Um, effectiveness at the end mm. and then after all that you still had Sandra handcuffed to a pole yeah. so you had something else to resolve yeah. so just a few too many things so I think it just lost its sort of the, the film is done once the bus, bus explodes yeah and you yeah. just need to conclude it and um, you needed to involve Sandra's rescue and Hopper's death sort of a bit more tightly into one thing without they felt too separate and anyway yeah. the final wrap up was just a bit disappointing after the mi- like the actual bus work like what was I Great The Practical effects are great Yeah It's it interesting I was reading about Like doing a little bit of research In uh, Keanu initially Turned down the film Because he The original script He felt was too much Like Die Hard And oh. I think that Third act Is very much like that Where it ends up with Female love interest With like Gun to her head And it's like that slow Kind yeah. of standoff Sequence It You kind of notice the aspects of it being like, oh, yeah, it is very formulaic and following those beats, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But then uh, that all shifted once uh, Joss Whedon rewrote the script. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) I guess, yeah, that'd be about his time, of course. Yeah. So apparently most of the story beats stayed in place and he just shifted around characters and wrote... Uh, even the guy who's credited as a writer, Graham Yost, has yes. come out and said, uh, yeah, 90% of the dialogue in this film is Joss Whedon. <laughs> so, wow, okay. Wow. So that, that would have been pretty early for him though, wouldn't it? Yeah, 94, so that's probably two, three years after the Buffy movie. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's... And 94, same a year before Toy Story as well. Yeah, he was he was a writer on sorry. Yeah, okay, the so, the first one. So like, yeah, it just pops up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, it's an interesting film. I think for me, I i i do think it's because I grew up with it. But yeah, I I hold it in high esteem in alongside the other ones like The Rock, Face Off, Con Air, yeah. like those nineties. Yeah, those kind of classics. Yeah, just those. Fun ones that are just a a bit silly as well. Yeah, in in more than one way. I think because the conceit of the film is so unique yep. that it just manages to maintain and kind of house this really bizarre fun action movie. I well, guess. it's it's pretty impressive. Like they stay on that bus for quite a long time, hmm. and they they move it around into different settings and encounter multiple different, you know, even just simple things like, oh, we've got to take this corner at high speed, Mm. you know, just the simple, get them all over the side of the bus and whiz around the corner. Um, we've got to jump the gap in the freeway. (laughs) Um, just one, one incomplete bit. It's not that big, but this is one incomplete bit. It's 50 feet, I think. (laughs) Yeah. fifty Um, and then, um, and then, you know, once I get to the airport, then there's multiple different little mini issues. Like the tyre just keeps delaminating a little bit mm-hmm. along the way. And then Keanu puts Keanu. his screwdriver through the fuel tank. Yeah. Well, you felt you needed another challenge or something? And then, because, um, yeah, I was always wondering, they're, they're going to run out of gas, surely, yeah. at some stage in this film. I'm like, yeah, Keanu helped it along. Yeah, he just needed to up that ante yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he just had to speed it up. And that was a better way of doing it than rather just look at it and go, oh, we're running out. I actually thought, yeah, good on you, that's a better way of... Saying we're running out of gas now, here's another element to deal with. Yeah. Um So you know, the bus part's like a bottle episode sort of thing. Like But I think it's it's shot really well at the yeah. same time. It's you're on the bus for a good hour of this two hour long mm. film, but you never really see the same shot twice. It, it's, no, kind it's kind of really angles in there. Yeah, and I think that's due to the fact that the film is, you know, directed by Yander Bart, who is made his you know claim to fame as a cinematographer yep and I think that, like one of the reasons why they hired him for the film was because it was like oh you shot like Hunt for Red October and Die Hard and we're, you know your yeah. way around action set pieces yeah and this film is essentially a 90 minute long action set piece yes let's see what we, you can we've do we've got to get this right because yeah. if we've just got like two camera angles in the bus <laughs> yeah. we're in trouble already mm. Because it turns out originally they went to they tried to get Rennie Harlan to direct mm-hmm. this, who uh, did uh, Die Hard Two. Yep. Um, and around this time, he would be coming off of Cliffhanger. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think he like turned it down to go do uh, Long Kiss Goodnight with Gina Davis. Oh yeah, that, so, that is, that's oh. That's long. not a bad movie though. Yeah, one. I, I remember enjoying that. And uh, apparently, they went after Tarantino to direct it as well. When was Reservoir Dogs? 92. So yeah. this, this came out the same year as Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, sorry guys. I'm, I'm already working on a, another film that I'm going to win an Academy Award for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but weirdly, Tarantino did this uh, fun thing where he, um, a British uh, movie channel, like on cable TV, mm. asked him to like host and program for a month. Yeah. And so what he did was he compiled his list of his 20 favorite films since he became a filmmaker. Oh, yeah, so right. from 1992 onwards and would program them yeah. and he named speed as one of his 20 favorite movies wow number 18 would be Jan de bots speed and that's even that that's even discounting the last 20 minutes of the movie but you know it, it might be easy to take speed for granted now but if you actually remember when speed came out what it was like to sit in the movie theater as that bus was going down the road, uh, it, it, there really has been few acceleration movies quite like it. Well, I guess maybe, you know, um, Death Proof. Yeah. As, you know, not a lot happens in that film, but those car scenes in that are awesome. Incredible. He's yeah. obviously always had an interest in. in kind of car chase and yeah. exciting action scenes. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are others in his films. Yeah. I <laughs> can't think of any right now, but. Um, yeah, interesting. Mm. But, I mean, like, the film Speed, it's not It's not an amazing film, but it's just incredibly fun, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, a heap and, of fun. Um, it just does. And, like, like I was saying, you know, picking on Keanu and, and Sandy um, a little bit, it's not a big issue. No. <laughs> and, uh, it, like, I can highly recommend. Like, it's a great film to get together and just kind of sit and... Kind of laugh along with, yeah, yeah. Because it's it doesn't take itself too serious at yeah, the same you don't time. Don't get bored. It's um, the, for me, really, just the biggest. Like this is just ended on a note that was just a bit. It kind of lost. Yeah, the, the third punch. act. Yeah. is yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and <laughs> it's fun. Like, uh do we do we bring up the fact that the amount of collateral damage that Keanu caused? Yes is probably more than the actual ransom that Dennis Hopper was after. <laughs> he blew up an aeroplane. F- uh, theoretically full of couriers. It's, yes. it's a courier plane. Yep, yeah, which it would have been insured. Yeah. And the plane was insured. Yeah, I'm sh- sure. but uh, And then also, like, you know... Bust- that means that's a payout as well. Yeah, but- <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that as well, like, you know, busting a subway train through a construction site and then through the yes. street... I think that's a bit more than three million dollars yeah, I, I all I can go on there is that I think they know that if they hadn't stepped up and saved him, he would have blown up the bus anyway. yeah they knew knew him as a character yeah. as a character he would have blown it up anyway yeah so um, that, that's all I can hope for Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> mm. yes, they definitely exceeded the cost of his ransom yeah. <laughs> But it's fun to sit down have a beer and nitpick and just yep. kind of point yep. out it's, these weird points. Yeah, and that's the best thing about action films like this yeah. they're a heap of fun and you can poke fun at them but they're also they're super entertaining Precisely um, so Eric as an adult well, what did you think of it As yeah. like kind of it, it was it was enjoyable I mean I, I don't I'm not going to sit down and watch it again in a hurry but you know if we're just hanging out if we're And it happens to come yeah, on just, or something it's like oh, I'm just going to pop on you know, let's let's pop on a movie and there's like yeah speed cool great mm. But you're not gonna like sit down and be like, I feel like watching speed tonight. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think, like, would I just sit down in front of Netflix and it's like I don't know what to watch. Speed, yeah. No, okay. I don't I don't know. Maybe I watch just the middle half. Okay. And as soon as the bus is over, I just turn it off. Yeah, that's to be honest, that's kinda of what I do most <laughs> of the time whenever I watch this movie, so. But yeah, in terms of younger, if I'd watched it as like a you know, um We we yeah. would have been Eight or nine when this came yeah, out, yeah. So any time between that and mid-high school, like, yes. would have, Like, you know, <laughs> the, if it had come on off the DVD pile or VHS pile, um, yeah, definitely would have enjoyed it. Mm. It's just easy to enjoy it Oh, yeah. It, it's a super fun action movie, I yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. Just a lot to la- like enjoy and laugh at and things like that. Mm. Um, well, on that note, do you want to hear a little bit of info about it and uh, the yeah. kind of impact that it had? Yep. Um, so we were wondering like watching the film you threw out like this must have had a way higher budget uh, especially mm. you know the last film that we the watched a lot stuff gets smashed yeah um, it had a production budget of 30 million really which is 90, relative. 93, 94 yeah, yeah. and yes. considering the last one we watched Home Alone had an 18 million dollar budget and it's essentially in one location yes <laughs> so it's and they it's... don't blow up a plane yeah it's a really small <laughs> budget uh, it went on to grow 350 million dollars worldwide well done Uh, making it the fifth highest grossing film of 1994 okay Uh, previous film that we did True Lies was number three of course yep so uh, also it was nominated for three Academy Awards um and it won two best special effects of some variety best best effects sound editing gotta love the sound editing Oscar and best sound it was also nominated for best editing yep uh, and it won two BAFTAs for best sound and best editing yep okay cool yeah and uh if you want to hear some alternate casting options as well I've got those handy surely there was no one else but Keanu oh there was (laughs) Stephen Baldwin what the other other Baldwin (laughs) (laughs) yeah fresh (laughs) off a biodome (laughs) here comes Stephen Baldwin uh, yeah, that's yeah. literally one uh, Then there was Jeff Bridges, Kurt Russell and Then you've got your uh, kind of action staples Like Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Bruce Willis uh, Then there's some other weirder ones Like Johnny Depp and Tom Hanks And the weirdest one in the list I found was Jim Carrey Uh Yeah, right? <laughs> that's, that's odd to me <laughs> it, Imagine Tom Hanks I know. In that situation. I would have loved this. I would would have just sat everybody down to talk about it. Literally, like, this is a fairly massive list. And out of all of the names, I... See, like, the more more believable ones to me are Jeff Bridges and Kurt Russell. Like, I could see them doing this. Is Swayze on the list? No, but uh, Travolta is. Oh, yeah. Um, Then you've also got, like, Mel Gibson, Harrison Ford. But Tom Hanks is... And George Clooney as well. They're two kind of interesting yeah. ones where it's, like, more... I think they could handle the flirting with Sandra Bullock scenes a little bit. Better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they would have got that part right. Um, and speaking of Sandra Bullock, the role of Annie, you had uh, Rosanna Arquette, Gina Davis, Melanie Griffith, Brooke Shields, Halle Berry, Gwyneth Paltrow, Leah Thompson. Uh, the one weird one that I'm, again, like, I would have loved to have seen this. Yep. Joan Fusack. Oh, I really want to see oh, yeah, a version yeah. of Speed with Tom Hanks and Joan Cusack. <laughs> that would be quite a different film. <laughs> and for the role of Howard Payne instead of Hopper, there yep. was uh, Jack Nicholson or De Niro. Yeah, okay, so they knew what they were going for there. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like, no, Hopper's Hopper the right choice. Well. The others would have been a fine, um, but yeah, Hopper, Hopper definitely did made it his own. Mm. But I guess unless you've got anything else to add on Speed, we should uh, pull a movie out of the hat. We should. There's there's only three left. take this home with you. All right. So, we don't have a hat, so it's a motorbike helmet. Um, next up, we're going to be watching Dumb and Dumber. Oh, double Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot lose. Yeah, I, I am really looking forward to this. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, all, all I remember is, um, I think I've seen them. The scene where the road cop pulls him over. Oh, okay. He yeah. has a sip from the jar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, this, this gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. Great. Good. Uh, but yeah, I guess that'll probably wrap us up for this week's episode, looking at speed. Um, yeah. If you have any comments, queries, uh, we'd love to hear from you in regards to speed. Uh, your thoughts on it, or if you have any other childhood films you'd want to uh, recommend for us. You can send us an email at haven'tseenpod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, other than that, we'll see you in a fortnight's time for Dumb and Dumber. For this week's episode, I'm Chris. I'm Eric. See you next time. Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library.